You are listening to The Sun on the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Sun, and every Wednesday I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who is being fabulous on the Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thanks for listening. So one of the biggest concert announcements ever happened last week, one day after my last episode of The Sun on the Strip. The Rolling Stones are restarting their No Filter Tour this fall, hitting the road again in September, starting in St. Louis, and the Stones will end up at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on November 6th. I believe it's been about five years since the band last played Vegas. That was at T-Mobile Arena. Tickets for the tour go on sale this Friday, July 30th, and it's safe to say they are going to move really fast. Some other Vegas concert announcements from this past week include Boy Band 98 Degrees will play September 16th at Mandalay Bay Beach, and the great Erica Badu will be off the strip and out in North Las Vegas at Craig Ranch Regional Park Amphitheater on October 24th. You can catch up on all the new show announcements this Thursday and every Thursday with my Curtain Up column at LasVegasSun.com. Two shows I've been keeping an eye on for a long time finally announced their reopening dates. The first is Sexy, the popular female burlesque review returning to the Westgate Cabaret at Westgate Las Vegas next week on August 6th. I just got off the phone with the producer and star of this show, Jennifer Romas, and she's got a lot to talk about with this comeback and the fact that she's continuing the second version of the show she launched at the Hustler Club during the COVID shutdown. So stay tuned to the Las Vegas Sun website for a lot more on Sexy this week. The other show, I guess this is not a reopening, but a, a debut. It's a new production I was very excited about last year, but it never got to open because of the pandemic. Now it's found a new home. Illuminate will open at the Strat Theater on August 26th. This one's a little tough to describe because it's so different, but you may have seen this high-tech dance performance on America's Got Talent or in music videos and live performances from Chris Brown, the Black Eyed Peas, or Christina Aguilera. It basically takes a crew of talented dancers and puts them in these light-up suits, and the lights on the suits add this super cool extra layer of craziness during the performance Plus, there's a lot of interactivity and comedy and different music built into the show. It looks like it'll have some shades of Blue Man Group and Jabberwockies, but it's definitely in a category all its own. It was originally supposed to open at Planet Hollywood, but now it's headed to the Strat, and it's going to be a 10 p.m. show, so very party-ready. I can't wait to check out Illuminate. I'm definitely going to be writing more about it very soon. There's another something new coming from a very familiar Vegas voice next week, and that's what I'm talking with this week on The Sun on the Strip. Travis Clower has played Frankie Valli in the stage musical Jersey Boys for more performances than anyone else in history. He owns that role, and he first came to Vegas for that show about 13 years ago. He's been here ever since, and after his Jersey Boys days were over, he stayed busy writing and recording and performing all over town and all over the country. He's one of those all-around showmen, just super captivating when he's on stage. And his latest project is going to hit the stage for the first time next week at The Space on August 6th. You can get a ticket to this show or live stream it, but you're definitely going to want to see it. Here is my conversation this week with Travis Clower. Travis Clower and the Top Shelf Players with Chris Lash. That's right, space man. On August 6th. That's a long name for a show. I like it. It is. It's uh <laughs> Well, we, I was batting around, you know, like what they call it. And I got together with my good buddy, Chris Lash and, uh, 
we uh, were just trying to figure out what we want to do, the kind of style of stuff we wanted to do. And uh, we came up, or I came up with the name, the top shelf players. And uh, we wanted, I wanted both of our names in there because he's uh, it's very much a collaboration between the two of us and uh, the musical side that he's adding to it and the, everything that he's doing and directing and playing the piano. And he's a fantastic artist himself. And yeah, he's, so, he's uh, one of the great, I think he's one of the great kind of unsung Vegas guys. He does so many different things. Yeah. He's got his hand in a lot of pots, man. He's a, he's a busy guy and, uh, rightly so you know he's a uh, his talent speaks for itself you know so he's a uh, very sought after and very well deserved to be sought after mm-hmm. yeah both of you obviously very versatile can cover a lot of ground what kind of music are you guys going to focus on for this show this uh this particular act um it's kind of going back to uh you know bringing some class and some style back we've got a seven piece band with us on stage and uh, we're doing some straight up jazz classic standards, as well as some reimagining of some pop favorites and uh, some really smoking hot original material, too. Um, it's uh, it kind of runs the gamut of funk and jazz and uh, a little bit of disco. It, it's got a little bit of everything in there, but it's all under this guise of, you know, us keeping it classy and just just a really polished picture and a really polished product that we're presenting to people really excited to do it yeah i can't wait to check it out how long has it been now since you uh i guess since you've been based in las vegas let's see we moved here in 2008 when uh, jersey boys opened up and we've been here ever since it seems like you were uh doing every fundraising benefit show and participating in every like covert covid concert thing that was happening yeah. over the last year or so and you know, you've been here a long time, you know how resilient and caring the local entertainment community can be. And and you're a big part of that. Did you feel like that community uh, got even stronger during this very challenging period of time? Yeah, I do. You know, um, it was weird because something that separated us all, um, I think brought us together in this weird, you know, band of brothers going through the trenches kind of thing. Um, the entertainment scene was just hit so hard, you know, and it, and it's still going through a lot. It still hasn't bounced back. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of places that are opening up again and, uh, a lot of places that are kind of, you know, maybe back to quote normal or whatever the new normal is, but the entertainment scene isn't there yet, man. We're still hit very hard because venues have to deal with protocols. Uh, people are still, you know, a little hesitant to come out to, to shows where there's a crowd. So we're still dealing with a lot of it and we're going to for quite a while. But, uh, the cool thing is, is that we're all kind of going through it together. So we all feel the ups and the downs and the highs and the pains of it all. And, uh, we can all relate with each other, what we're going through and, uh, had some really good conversations with some friends in the entertainment business here in town. And, uh, every single one says the same thing. We like, we all bring our concerns and our, uh, issues to the table and like, yeah, man, me too. That's exactly how I feel. That's what's going on too. But on the same hand, we're also very encouraging to each other. We're all so supportive of each other. And, uh, that's why I'm excited to collaborate with Chris uh, and the other guys in the band and uh, just to continue su- to supporting each other through this tough time, because we get how it feels and we know how nice it is when we get that support from our peers. How about you just, uh, you know, 
as a creative person, as an artist, you had time away from performing just like everybody else. Uh, did you shift gears a little bit? Did you, did you get to focus more on working on new music or other projects? Yeah, I did. You know, um, I think we all were forced to shift gears quite a bit and, and still are actually. Um, there was a lot of time, a lot of downtime, a lot of, uh, time at home with the family that I wouldn't have had, you know, had I been on the road, which has been a blessing. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been a good time to, uh, to sit and write, to record new music, to work on new projects like this one that we're doing at the space on the sixth. And, uh, you know, through the course of the last year, I've released uh, two new singles that have done pretty well. And, uh, so it's, it's been, a, it's been a good time to be creative. Um, a lot of that time it's been hard to be creative, you know, just because you, you feel the weight of everything. Um, but at the same time, uh, that outlet has alleviated a lot of that weight and has been very helpful with dealing with the stress that this last year or however long it's been has, has brought us. And, uh, I know that a lot of my creative friends feel the same way. Do you feel like, uh, having that extra time took you in different directions musically that you might not have gone in before? Yeah, it did actually. Um, it's funny because a lot of, when I started writing music, um, I just would sit with my guitar and write and, uh, my first full album that uh, was produced by my good buddy, Frankie Marino here in town um, had a lot more than just guitar. on it. I mean, it was slamming. It had horns. It had this, this great throwback feel, which is, uh, you know, part of um, my influence as well. But during this COVID time, you know, uh, there was a lot of time to just sit down with just me and the guitar again. And uh, the last song that I released uh, last month was called Standing Here. And it's very much a stripped down version of something uh, of the version of myself that I've been uh, putting out there, you know, since I came to Las Vegas. It's kind of got a Americana country feel to it and just really simple guitar stuff, some mandolin, but uh, definitely stripped down, no horns, no, no uh, banging drums or anything like that, but still something that is still, uh, very much a part of my musical influence and, and who I am as an artist. I mean, obviously you're known for Jersey boys, probably first and foremost, you've done a lot of different things, been in different shows, but have you always, uh, written your own music and worked on your own stuff or, or has that come I, later on in your career? I started, I started writing music. Uh, I don't know, maybe, it's, it's always something that I was interested in. You know, I'd, I'd sit around when I was a kid, you know, just humming stuff. But as far as like getting really serious about it, maybe about 15 or so years ago is when I really started like, let's, let's start to try to write some, some quality stuff. And, uh, I've been fortunate to do that and work with some great, uh, artists and producers to help bring those, uh, those songs to life in ways that I alone couldn't do it. Um, that, that collaborative process that is essential, you know, for a great song. That side of things is fascinating to me in Las Vegas because there's so many uh, performers here that do a lot of different things, but you kind of, they get into a role or a show or something and you know them from that. And mm -hmm. then they, they've, maybe they've had this other, this whole other career as a singer songwriter before they ever got that role. Or maybe it's on the flip side, you know, where mm -hmm. they, they didn't really start doing their own thing until later on. And, 
there's just such crazy diversity with the artists. Yeah, it it is like 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 you said. I'm mostly known for Jersey Boys, and that's something that I am extremely proud of, and will you know tout that show till the day I die because it was it was such a blessing in so many ways. Um, but during that show, I didn't. I, I was I was writing original stuff, but I wasn't really. Uh, recording it or putting myself out there as an original artist, uh, to the extent that I am now, now that the show is closed, um, I'm finding this whole other satisfaction of, of putting my own music out there in a way that it's a different kind of satisfaction than what Jersey boys offered. You know, the show is so great and it touched so many people in so many ways. And excuse me, to do that now with my own words and my own melodies is, uh, it's just a different level of, uh, accomplishment and satisfaction. One show you were in that I didn't realize until recently, probably because, you know, your, your youthfulness belies this, but you were in Starlight Express (laughs) in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. I, well, I, I got to put an asterisk next to that. I was, (laughs) I was cast in Starlight Express. Um, I auditioned for that show so many times and uh, my good buddy, Jerry Nadell, um, who a lot of people know through uh, in town through Cirque and all that mm-hmm. stuff was working with the production company that was producing that at the time. And uh, I auditioned for him a few times and finally got cast in it. Unfortunately, I never actually got to do the show here in Las Vegas because it closed right as I was getting ready to move from Nashville to Las Vegas to do the show. Um, but I still put on my resume because I was cast in the show. So, but I never actually got to do it here in Las Vegas. And I was so, so bummed about that, man. I was so excited to do it and, and, uh, just have some fun with that. But you know, the universe had different plans. Yeah. That's a wild show to, that's definitely a wild show to be in and then not be in because there's a lot of, it's very physically demanding and pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, my, my auditions, you know, I auditioned, they flew us to New York a couple times and we had auditions on skates and we were singing (laughs) and we were acting and we were doing it all, man. So I was, I was like, cool, I got this. I'm ready to rock and roll. And then I got it and I was like, so excited. And then, uh, then I got that phone call and it didn't happen, but that's the business, man. You got to roll with it. Maybe you're a terrible skater and you saved yourself an injury. Who knows? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Maybe I saved myself a, an amputation of some type. <laughs> Could you see yourself at some point returning to some sort of uh, Vegas, you know, a residency or a production show here? And and if so, what would be kind of the ideal role or show? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I still audition uh, via my agents uh, for Broadway shows and tours and all that stuff. I'm still very much involved in that side of the entertainment scene, not just doing my own thing. And I think that's important. I think that you have to, just like anything, stay diversified, you know, and, and keep doors open. And, and I love doing that, that type of work as well. So it's, it's, it's something that uh, I train to do and I love doing very much. But as far as, uh, you know, doing something here in Vegas, I'd love to, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I'm kind of working on right now with this new project with, uh, Chris Lash is, uh, I would love to get it, uh, up someplace where it's got a, a, you know, a little sit down spot and, uh, bring some people in to see it and help them have a good time. Um, as far as like any production shows or anything like that, uh, here in town, uh, like I said, man, I'm, I'm open to anything. I, I love being on stage. I love entertaining people. I love singing for people. 
And uh, if the right project came along, then absolutely we'd be a part of it. I guess, I guess the, I guess the, the dream though would be to, to get my own thing going on. Uh, whether it's a little residency or a big residency here in town, uh, I'm, I'm ready to do that. I'm ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I went to, uh, last week I went to win to go check out Delilah for the first yeah. time. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of entertainers sprung to my mind when I got in there and saw that gorgeous room and saw what they were doing entertainment wise. Yeah. That it's a beautiful like room be a, man. an amazing fit for you at some point. Yeah. I'd love to, I, we went there, uh, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago as well and checked it out. We went with, uh, my buddy, Mark Chinook and his wife, my wife, Jen and I went with them and had dinner and just saw it. And the, yeah, man, you're right. The room is just spectacular. And, uh, I'd love to get involved with something like that. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of the vein of what this project is that I'm working on right now. It's kind of got a bit of a throwback to it, you know? Uh, that class, that style, uh, the fashion of it all, the vibe of it all, the feel of it all. Uh, with this project, we're just trying to encapsulate all of that, not just get up on stage and sing some songs for people. We're trying to make it, I hate using the word experience because that's so overused, but, but that word does contain all of those elements, the feel of it, the vibe of it, the look of it, the sound of it. And that's what we're trying to provide with this. It's exciting to see, you know, Delilah is definitely one of them. There have been a, a handful of uh, new spaces popping up in the last few years uh, that kind of have this, have this vibe that you're describing. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that the, some of our great local entertainers can get in there and, and make use of these places and not just. Yeah, I do too, man. I really do. You know, that'd be fantastic. I think it's, it's something, you know, you talk about the resurgence of, of that, that I I guess it's a genre uh, that feel of entertainment is because it's, I think people enjoy that the way that it makes them feel, it makes them feel elevated. It makes you feel uh, classy. It's, it's stylish, you know, it's, it's polished and it's just good music. You know, you get great musicians playing great music and, uh, especially in a room like at Delilah's and everything just kind of clicks, you know, the whole vibe just sets in and the scene is set. Well, what does the immediate future look like for you? What are you working on past this show at the space uh, for later this year? Yeah, well, we're still, we're uh, still trying to get um, everything uh, back up and running for the calendar that got knocked off of it last year. Um, We've got, uh, feelers back out everywhere that we can and uh continuing writing continuing recording and uh with this project with chris this uh the top shelf players we are uh planning on getting it some legs and uh letting a lot of people see it around town a lot more in the very near future that's all i got this week thanks for listening and thanks to travis clover for the great chat go to thespacelv.com right now to get tickets to his show with chris lash and the top shelf players uh it's happening friday august 6th i'll be watching that show on live stream because it's time for my summer vacation or one of my summer vacations anyway i'm gonna hit the road for a bit but i'll be back with a new son on the strip on august 11th so i'll see you then take care